everybody. Howdy, buzzards. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzz Killers. <laughs> it's a mini. It's a mini. Mini me. It's Mixer Minis all month long. Hometown. Major Ma- bummer. Came major bummer. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't kidding. Major bummer is here and they're staying. <laughs> oh, man, you guys. This really has been a terrible month. Anyway. We have another sad one coming up, we don't an, we? We have another sad one coming up. <laughs> Which one? Oh, my God. I have so much to tell you guys about this one. I am. I have so much to tell I'm you guys. I'm not ready for this one. <laughs> anyway. Like, I know this one. And even like, that's just sad. Literally, I had to stop because I was like researching and it got to a point where I was just like, what the fuck? And I had to close my computer and walk away. Oh. It's not pretty, guys. Yeah. It's not pretty. Oh, okay. But it is resolved and that is happy. It's recently resolved, isn't it? Yep. Last month, in cool. July 2021, it was resolved. We'll talk about that. Wee! Wee! Anyway, guys, since this is a mini, we are not drinking wine. We are drinking alcoholic coffee, like Again. we did with my last one. <laughs> 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 guys, like, we just come home from work, and I have coffee in the coffee pot. It's just easy. <laughs> it is easy. <laughs> I mean, we could buy mixers. I've got tons of other alcohol, but coffee amaretto liqueur and coffee creamer tastes really good it does tastes amazing it really does and when you come home from a long day of like we i mean we work uh, technically it's a nine hour day because we have an hour break and it's Mm -hmm. a half but a half hour commute so 10 hours of the day we come home and then we have to record these episodes this coffee is just great it gives me life honestly it's the only reason i have energy right now and i can kind of feel the width of my eyes I literally feel like I'm like bouncing off the walls. I'm over here like, hey Macy, how's it going? <laughs> My eyebrows are like through the fucking roof. We were just having an angry rant because somebody was rude to my dear Tyler, and I don't stand for that very well. So listen. There are four people that you do not fuck with, and if it's any of the four of us, we will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we were like drinking our coffee while also like ranting about this thing. And now I'm like, <laughs> yep. Anyway, guys, small wired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just jump right in here. Yeah. Because we don't have a lot of business because it's a nope. mini. New. Guys, we are going to be talking about the horrific murder of Samantha Josephson in Ooh. Columbia, South Carolina. I just want to put this out there. I was living in Columbia when this happened, and I lived maybe two miles from here. Oh. It was a big deal when this happened. Were you able to leave your house when they were looking for him? You couldn't go to the area where, like, you would get stopped by police. Gotcha. There were, like, barricades okay. and stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. We just like knew to go around five points that day. Oh. We were like, it's going to be really, really busy because they have the police there looking for the car. They caught him fast though, right? I mean, okay, I'll let you get it. Okay, okay. Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> so, <laughs> Samantha Josephson was originally fil- from, sorry, Robbinsville, New Jersey. She was 21 years old. Oh. Uh, she was a senior political science major at the University of South Carolina in Columbia, and she wanted to practice international law. Oh, my God. She was beautiful and so smart. <laughs> she was only weeks from graduating with her bachelor's degree. Oh. And she was going to attend Drexel University Law School in the fall with a full ride. And she also had a partial scholarship to Rutgers. She was so smart. She had such a bright future. <sighs> All of this takes place on March 29th of 2019, in the very early hours of the morning. Samantha had gone out with friends to the Bird Dog Lounge in Five Points with, like, her roommate and some other people. They were, you know, getting excited to graduate. Graduation was soon. School starts earlier down south. It starts in August. Yeah. So school ends earlier end of april early may yeah so end of march you're getting ready to graduate finals are almost here everything's almost done um she decided to leave the bar around 2 a.m 
Um, she got into a car that was a black Chevy Impala, believing it was her Uber to take her home. And surveillance, surveillance footage outside the Bird Dog Lounge does show her getting into this car I around remember. 2 in the morning. I remember watching that footage, seeing the pictures. Um, <sighs> her roommate called police the following day when she woke up and Samantha was not home. Um, they arrived at their apartment and began an, invest- an investigation when she hadn't called and had not also shown up for work. Ugh. 14 hours into this investigation, her body was found in a wooded area off of a dirt road 65 miles away in Clarendon County by turkey hunters. That's fucking far. Her body was found in the city of New Zion, and you'll want to remember this place. Just putting that out there. (sighs) Uh, By her body were found cigarette butts. Um... There were also several wounds found on her body, including bite marks. And her fingernails had been ripped out trying to, like, you know, I don't do well with fingernail things. Mm -mm. Um, I don't even like when I break one of my own off. She had 120 different stab wounds across her body. They were all to her head, neck, face upper body legs and feet she had a severed hyoid bone guys that is a bone in your throat that keeps your vocal cords attached like i know that from vocal pedagogy oh my god that's so fucked like that's crazy i um i am curious this is kind of a weird question but i'm i'm actually curious to know how when somebody like that comes in to an autopsy, how they can tell that they have been stabbed that many times, especially when it's all concentrated to almost one area of the body. Um, well, they clean you. They clean yeah. your body. And then they can count from kind of from there. It's so it was very weird, though, because I'll, I'll get to I'll, I'll tell you kind of what the murder weapon was. And it was kind of hard to tell. OK. Um, there were also very significant wounds to her head whatever blade her murderer had used had gone through her skull into her brain and had hit her carotid artery which caused her to bleed out that's awful um forensic pathologist dr thomas beaver estimated that it took 10 to 20 minutes for her to die she bled out that's horrific she only had 1.3 tablespoons of blood left in her body. The normal human body has four gallons of blood. Holy shit. Lots of her wounds had parallel stab wounds that were very close together. Because it was a, they, they ended up figuring it out later, but they theorized at this time that it was a double bladed knife. Oh, shit. Okay. So it had two blades parallel to one another. That's how she was stabbed so many times. Oh, my God. Oh. Many of her wounds were defensive because she had fought this guy like hell. Fucking badass woman. Samantha was a badass bitch and fought him till the very end. Go out swinging. And she also had scratches on her face. That um, polices believed were from being dragged across oh. the ground. Um, at this time, and kind of at the, like, they find her body. They're also doing this at the same time. They had set up, like I said, surveillance at the five, at five points. Which, guys, in Columbia, this is like the party district mm-hmm. of Columbia. That's where all the college kids go to party. So five points is like. It's s- not downtown. But um, it's literally just like a name of an area. It's the name of an area. Yeah. Okay. And there are like bunches of bars, restaurants, apartment buildings. It's just always hopping. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. A bunch of shops, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Columbia police had set up surveillance in five points at this point, and a car drove through the area that matched the description from the car in the surveillance video, a black Chevy Impala. Um, The driver was pulled over while going through five points, and um, when the driver was approached by police, he ran and was eventually arrested at 3 a.m., on March 30th. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. <laughs> the driver of this car was 24-year-old Nathaniel David Rowland. Um, and he was arrested in connection to her disappearance and murder. Samantha's blood and cell phone were found in the back of his car. Her blood was also found in the trunk. Bleach Window cleaner and cleaning wipes were also found in the trunk. And they found that in his car, the childproof locks were activated, which is how they theorized he managed to keep her in the car. Oh, my God. I don't know how to activate my child safety locks. There is normally a switch on your driver's side door when you open it. It's normally literally on the side of the door. Oh. You have to, it's like a manual switch. So it's he not literally like, was thinking about it. You have to like think about that. Those, I mean. It's not something you could like I will give by the, accident. I will give that sometimes they are just on. Yeah, Mine, the one in, I purchased a Jeep a couple like years back after I graduated college and the child locks were on and it took me so long to figure out how to freaking turn that's why i know where it is because i didn't know how to turn them <laughs> off i literally had to google it i was like where the frick is the stupid switch for this thing oh my god but i mean it is something that you don't it's not like the window lock button it's like right next to all your window things it's like a manual switch that is normally on the side of your door that you cannot get to unless the door is open and you have to manually flip it yikes so uh, After looking through his car, they also went to his girlfriend's house. His girlfriend is unnamed, so don't ask me what her name is. I don't blame her. She has not been charged with anything. They do not believe that she was involved. Um, But at her house, they did find cleaning supplies, uh, his bloody clothes, which had Samantha's blood on them, and a two-bladed knife. Mm. All of these things had Samantha's blood. This guy was not smart. And his girlfriend would later testify at his trial that she had seen him with the knife before. Like, it was his. It was his. Um, Police managed to track both of their phones. Like, got, you know, subpoenas to look at their phone records. Yeah. Um, Roland and Samantha's um, cell phones can be tracked at the same time until her tracker stops on Montgomery Avenue in the Rosewood area. I know the Rosewood area. Her phone died. Very well. Or he turned it off. Or he turned it or off. Or something yeah. happened. Yeah. It broke or whatever. Um, his phone shows evidence that he traveled to the Rosewood area and then traveled up the Sumter Highway to New Zion, which is where her body was found. Do you want to know how close that is to his family's house? It's going to be like 0.2 miles, isn't it? It's two miles. Oh, God. (laughs) It's two miles from his family home. This idiot. There were also nine failed attempts to use Samantha's Wells Fargo card, and he attempted to sell her cell phone. Dude. Why don't you hold a giant sign that says, I'm guilty? Guys, I remember when she went missing. It was big news. Oh, yeah. If you're in the area. They they had found the surveillance tapes. They hadn't found her body yet. They found her body later in the day. I kind of got that flipped around. Mm -hmm. Um, They had set up the barricade or like the surveillance in five points. We're looking for the car because they had already found this footage and knew what car to look for. So this idiot literally drove through the abduction site to go home. With cleaning supplies and her blood in the back car, in the back of the car. Because she literally bled out in the back of his car. This man is not Then smart. they arrested him. Oh my I remember when they arrested him. And it was hours later that they found her body. He did not tell him where it was. 
but because of looking at the phones and da 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 da, they could easily track it. And then the hunt, they they were like, okay, well, she was in the New Zion area, and then the turkey hunters called it in. This was like huge in Colombia. People were afraid to go out. People were afraid to go. Like Five Points was dead. Yeah. Nobody wanted to go to the bars after this because Ubers weren't safe. And how do you get home? Yep. So scary. I literally live two miles from where this happened. Well, I will give. I know like, the corner where she was abducted. Like, the only thing is I will give is that he was not an Uber. That was the point. She got into the wrong car. She did get into the wrong car. You just need to be smart. I mean, Uber's up to their security and everything now, so there's well, a I'm lot gonna more. Ta- I'm going to talk about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, there, were, there has been legislation that has now been enacted. That but w- and here, here, too, guys, because you're wondering, I'm sure, how did they not have his license plate? In South Carolina, drivers are not required to have a, a front license plate. Yep. They are only required to have a back license plate. In front of this bar is street parking, but it's not sideways street parking. It's front ways. So he pulled into the spot. You see the front of his car. Oh, and he doesn't have a plate. And then, which doesn't have a plate. And when he backs out and goes the other way, you don't see the license plate. You can't see it. Because it's not in the the view of the camera. And when it is in the view of the camera, it's literally horizontal. You cannot see it. But setting up the roadblocks literally got them lucky because he was a moron. Yeah. Wow. So, where am I? His trial began on July 20th of 2021. This case has got, seen a real resurgence lately. I've seen it covered on a couple other podcasts. Crime Ghoul did it. We love her. Yes. Hi, Brittany over at Crime Ghoul. Um, <laughs> I had already been planning to this case. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is Lane up here? Little oh, Hi, little Lane. You're going to hear about murder. <laughs> um, here, kitty, kitty, listen to the murder. His trial only lasted six days. Samantha's boyfriend, Greg Corbishley, and her roommate both testified at the trial. Greg, who was in Charleston at the time of her murder, he was not ever a suspect because he was not in town. He was like, here's my alibi. I was gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He said that he spoke to Samantha several times throughout that night and was tracking her phone to make sure that she got home. But the tracking stopped at at Rosewood and he thought that she had just left her phone in the Uber. And when she didn't pick up, he just assumed that she didn't have her phone or that she was like passed out. And he fell asleep. Oh. He woke up the next morning to find out she was missing and immediately got in the car and drove back to Columbia from Charleston. Oh, my God. I would. I feel so bad for him. I can't even imagine how much he beats himself up. Just being like, I could have called her roommate. I could have called this person. Like, I can't even imagine. This. Well, they were still at the bar. Well, yeah, but like to, th- to think like. So who knows if they would have even heard the phone. It doesn't matter. Your brain would be like, I could have done eight million other things to figure out why she was here and not home. And oh, my right, God, I can't right. imagine. I feel so he bad He literally for said in an article that she was the love of his life. It was so <gasps> sad. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be able to survive. Her I like I don't think I could move on from something like no, that. No, I'm sure he can't. Um, And he said that he got the call from police that they had seen her on the surveillance footage. He went over to watch it. Yeah. And then like hours later they had found her body. Oh my God. Um, her roommate who is unnamed, um, said that the last time she saw Samantha at the bird dog, um, was at like around 2 a.m. 2 a.m. ish. Yeah. when She decided to leave. Um, and of course, obviously called police when she did not arrive home. Um, the actual Uber driver that was supposed to pick her up also took the stand. Good. And said that he went up, he went to the pickup spot that she had designated on Mm -hmm. her phone, but he did not see her. And so he tried to call, but got no answer and drove around in five points for a while before he canceled the ride. Um, because he hadn't heard from her. The Uber driver did take a DNA test willingly, and he was cleared because he did not do it. Um, oh, my God. I just 
again, another case of like, I can't imagine how that person would be feeling. I missed something. Just like, like a, like an, if I had been there five minutes earlier and she had seen my car, not his. Right. Oh God. I feel so terribly for every person in this case, except for the asshole that did this. (laughs) I can't find, I like had a whole thing about, hang on, about his lawyer. Oh no. I can't find it. Do you remember it? I don't remember her name. Lady Lou. Um, but this is going to drive me crazy because I literally wrote it down. Hello, baby. How did this go away? I really don't know. Anyway, his lawyer at the trial said that he was innocent because there were all of the evidence against him was circumstantial and there was no DNA. There were initial reports that said that his DNA was found under her under his, her fingernails. Yes. But then at the trial, they said there was no DNA evidence. I also found a source that said that they did find DNA evidence in her mouth, but that it was not Roland's DNA. Again, only found these in a couple of sources. And then I saw a source that at the trial, they said there was no direct DNA evidence to link him to the crime. So... I literally. Okay, I'm this, sorry. It's driving me crazy. His DNA was it. not on her, but his. But her DNA is all in his fucking her car. Her fucking blood is all over his car. How did he not know about that? Including her cell phone. I'm sorry. There's that's no, not circumstantial to me. That's not circumstantial. I'd be like, um, how does how did how did her blood get in your trunk then? If that's circumstantial, I literally what, remember what writing happened? this. It drove me. It's driving me crazy that I can't find it right now. Anyway, whatever. Um, at the end of his trial, the jury deliberated for only two hours and the verdict was unanimous. Good. And on July 27th of 2001, Roland was found guilty of kidnapping, murder, and possession of a weapon during a violent crime. Um, Judge Clifton Newman immediately sentenced Roland. Which uh, you told me this and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Because normally it's like, okay, there's that. And then like a month later you get your sentencing no, or whatever. Immediately. immediately. He immediately sentenced him to life in prison. I don't know if he gets parole. God. This literally just got, you know, closed out. Yeah. Recently. I hope he um, rots. Roland maintained his innocence throughout the trial. He did not testify, but he did get to address the court during his sentencing. And this is a quote from NBC nbcnews.com is this gonna make me mad Mm -hmm. great (laughs) but i guess but i guess what i know and what i think doesn't really matter roland said i just wish the state would have done more finding out who the actual person was instead of detaining me and proving my guilt her blood was in your car i was gonna say i'm sorry how literally that's like claiming it's circumstantial how do you prove that you did not do this you did not do this we I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a chance here. Tell me how her blood got in your trunk. Why is her cell phone in your car? In between your seats. Why are you Why are you getting cleaning products? Yeah. If somebody else did this and had borrowed your car or whatever, why did you not go to the police immediately? Why do you have a knife that matches the stab wounds? That has her blood on it. <laughs> why does your clothes have her blood on it? Circumstantial, my ass. Bullshit. Um. So after her murder, so her murder was in 2019, the University of South Carolina honored her, honored her memory with a posthumous, I think that's how you say it, posthumous degree. Posthumous, I think. Posthumous. Posthumous degree. So she was awarded her bachelor's in political science. That's Um, really sad. New Jersey Assembly members, Daniel Benson, Wayne D'Angelo, and Valerie Vanieri Huddle introduced legislation to the um new jersey assembly called sammy's law um and it requires a transportation network company to provide every driver that utilizes its digital network a two-dimensional barcode barcode or other technology that is unique to that driver and to that driver's personal vehicle this barcode is to be used for identification purposes when providing pre-arranged rides and may be scanned by a rider to confirm the identity of the driver and the person in the vehicle. That's from Insider New That's Jersey.com. so smart. Mm-hmm. Her parents, um, Seymour and Marcy, 
started a foundation called the What's My Name Foundation. Um, and this is directly from their website, the What's, What's My Name Foundation. Um, the What's My Name Foundation is established in honor of our daughter, Samantha Josephson. Our mission is to educate the world on rideshare safety, supporting charitable organizations, and providing college, college, scholars, college scholarships to selected high school seniors. Samantha may be gone, but our goal for the rest of our time on earth is to share her story and make a lasting change. Before you get in a rideshare, ask, what's my name? And remember hers. Oh, um, that made me want to cry. The Samantha L. Josephson ri Ridesharing Safety Act was also signed into South Carolina law on June 5th of 2019. And this is from Greenville Online. Um, it would require front license plates and illuminated windshield signs for rideshare vehicles in addition to scannable QR codes or quick response codes on the sides of the vehicles. That, that should be mandatory everywhere. I think that legislation has at this point gone... Um, to the federal level i'm not sure i didn't see much about that um once i got the south carolina the new jersey and the foundation i can't because it's a mini i kind of stopped yeah but um i know that legislation was introduced to higher branches of the government as well good i mean i know i i personally don't use uber i use lyft um but i know lyft has it so that the little light that sits in their windshield every time they go to pick somebody up it picks a random color. It like randomizes a color and it it like tells you on your app like their their lift sign is going to be green or it's going to be blue or it's going to be pink. And like it'll give you that their license plate, their first and their last name and always has a picture of them. Like guys, just situational awareness. Seriously, be always smart. check the license plate of your Uber driver. Always ask them what's my name? Seriously, I started doing that after this. Yeah, I would. It it was really scary, and everybody was so upset at, yep. at the university when this happened. I was upset. Like, this is crazy. Like That's so scary. They think that he had been watching her. They're not sure how he, how he saw her. But, uh, and two, after this... It was required, I'm not sure if it was Columbia in general, just like Columbia, or if it was South Carolina in general, mm -hmm. bars were required to serve food with their drinks. Like, you couldn't get a drink without also buying food. New York has that now. Because she was disoriented. Yeah. That's, I'm not victim blaming it at all. No. She but mistakenly got into the wrong car. Anybody could have done it. But Anybody could have done it. the requirement of food does But it, it does help. Help. Because it soaks up all the alcohol in your system and you can leave a little bit more clear-headed. And it is it is very easy to go out and be like, I'm fine, have four drinks and you haven't eaten since 5 p.m. And it's, you know, 2 a.m. and you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, mm -hmm. I can't walk straight. Like, it's very easy to do that when you get, you just go out and you're, you're having fun and then you're like, oh, no, <laughs> like... Yeah, they think that at some at some point she realized kind of what was going on because she couldn't get out of the car and he missed her house, and, you know. Yeah. And she started to fight him from the back seat. And that's how she got all the defensive wounds because he started, you know, trying to get her off. And, I don't blame know. her. I don't blame her. I, my ass would have been through the front seat. I would have been yanking on the wheel. I would have been doing anything I could to stop that car. Because the front seats don't have child locks right no i would have been doing what i could to get in that passenger seat whatever i could do to like get in that passenger seat shoving she, him punching him grabbing the wheel fought until the bitter end it's so sad because she had so much more to do with her life she had so much ahead there of her. there was so much that she could have been and the fact that this guy is still saying that he's innocent and that, like, somebody else did this. Well, then give us evidence to prove that someone else did this. Yeah. Let's – tell me. I was going to say – Tell me who your, did this. Your argument can't just be that the evidence is circumstantial. Show me. Tell me. Tell and me. And I don't see how her blood in the back of his – like, a giant pool. Because she bled out. Yep. In the car. Not – I mean – 
it t- it, I, I'm sure that it took more than 20 minutes to drive 65 miles. How did her blood get in the back of your car then? Right? How? How is her blood on your clothes? How is her blood on your knife that your girlfriend has seen you with before? And honestly, good on the girlfriend. Good on that girlfriend for taking the stand. And a lot of people would be afraid to do that. A lot of people. She's and not his girlfriend anymore. Well, no. But, but good for her for not being afraid to say something. I wouldn't have been. I would have been like, yeah, he did that. Because <laughs> well, a lot of people shy away from it. They do. It's it's scary. And she was she was one tough ass woman. They both they all were all the ladies in this story. I I mean. It's just so sad. I honestly couldn't figure out until I started researching researching this again. I was like, this happened like two years ago. Why all of a sudden is this getting like. Yeah, I noticed because you had said you were going to cover it. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was like, I'm seeing an article here. And there's another but we had decided there. like mid-July that this was what we were going to do. Yep. And then I was like, oh, that'd be interesting to cover the Samantha Josephson case because yep. it was a hometown case for me. I lived in Columbia when this happened. Yep. Like, oh, I remember that day. It was so sad when they found her body. It was so sad because they found him first. Well, found him and then he went on the run. So but things that happened to your hometown they they hit you hard it was so scary i didn't want to go to like i flat out told tyler like i don't want to go to five points anymore yeah i don't think i'd want to either i never went to a bar there i never have been like a party person like i've never gone out like that really maybe an undergrad a little bit but not definitely not my master's and because i was that's where i was for my master's degree um but i did not want to go out after that I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't even want to like because that was like crazy enough. M- my husband and I had like a church gig because like music is really big down there. And so you could get a church gig singing all the time. Yeah. And it, it was less than a mile from there. We had to drive past it every day, two days a week to get oh over my there. God. If not, if we weren't there other days of during the week, Tyler worked at the church for a little while Ugh. and was driving past there every day. Had you ever been to that bar? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I'd seen it. Yeah. I'd seen it. And I know where it is. And I couldn't, I mean, I know where she was abducted. I have been there. Walked that street. So scary. That's, that stuff really is scary. And the fact that he, that he stabbed her with enough force to penetrate her skull and go to her brain. Yep. And sever her carotid. And also sever her hyoid bone. That's a crazy bone to get to. It's like right under your chin. Like what the fuck was he doing? Having a fit of rage. At a girl you don't even know. Literally. And I don't think we're ever going to know why. I know. that That's like. His parents don't think that he did it. His parents were like, oh, if, if the court proves it, then sure. But. I don't think he did it. I read an article that said that. And I was like, he has her blood. They have tested it for her DNA. It is her blood yeah. in the back of his car. If he did not do it, then explain to me how it got this there. This whole, like, I, if I, I want to do it, I would be like, I did not do it. I let somebody borrow my car. I yeah. got it back in the morning. That's what it looked like. That's what I would do. Call the police. Call the police. I wouldn't be driving to the store to pick up fucking bleach and disinfecting wipes. Yeah. That makes you look hella sus. Yeah. Just and then to, to run. Oh, my God. And then to run. They pull you over and you run. And you're telling me that you did not do this. I understand you'd be scared if you didn't do that. But the innocent thing to do would be, oh, my God. Somebody was clearly hurt in my car. I'm calling 911 immediately. I like if I that got was my not car. You. I would call, be like, I got my car back from somebody who borrowed it. It has blood on the back seat. I have not touched it. Please come here now. Yeah. Please come here now. I will give you the name of the person who took my car, their contact information, everything. Please come now. And I bet you ten bucks they fingerprinted his car. And they probably only found his prints, maybe his girlfriend's. They didn't say anything about that, but I'm sure they did. They, they probably went through that car pretty thoroughly. Probably check. Yeah. 
They, I mean, they found her blood in the trunk. She wasn't even put in the trunk. So somehow her blood got from the back seat to the trunk. I'm telling you, those seats had to have been sopped. Yeah. With her blood. Like, th- the fact that she bled out and only had, like, a tablespoon and a half. Yep. Of, and there was of blood in her body. And there was really no blood where they found her, right? No. Because I, I think that she bled out in the car. So she died in that car. Yeah. She bled out in the car. He drove up to New Zion. Dropped her in the field. Went home. And went to the store the next day to get cleaning supplies. No amount of bleach is going to get that fucking blood out of your seats, dude. No way. No way. Like, you were upset about the Mary Beth Tenning case. I'm upset about this case. Yep. Why the fuck are you going to say that this is circumstantial? I was going to say nothing about this is circumstantial. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there, there was an article from a, from a Colombian news source that did say they'd found DNA on her body, but it wasn't his. And that his DNA was not on her at all. But, like, I'm trying, I mean, who cares where that DNA came from? But, like, if that wasn't me, I would have been like, yeah, I was with this person. They did it. Yeah. She could have shared a drink with a friend and gotten their DNA in her mouth. Exactly. Like, just because his DNA isn't on her body does not mean that he did not kill her. Everything else suggests that he did. Literally everything. I do not know. Honestly, he should have just at that point been like, yeah, I'm fucked. I did it. Yeah. Because now and you just maybe, look like a liar. Yeah, you just look like a fucking liar. You sat there for two years. You're saying that you didn't do this, but there's all this evidence to say that you did in your car. Mm-hmm. And you can't prove to me who did it. If you like, unless you're protecting somebody. Yeah. I mean, you're going to go to jail as an accomplice anyway. At this point. Because you've been withholding out evidence for two years. And again, even if somebody else did do this, they would have checked the car for DNA. Other fingerprints. Yep. And honestly, he could have cleaned her body. He could have wiped her down. That could be why her, his DNA wasn't on her. You don't know. There were a bunch of articles that said that his DNA was under her fingerprints or, or under her fingernails. There were a couple, like three sources that I found said that. But then in another article, it said that none of, like none of the DNA found on her body was his. Interesting. I'd, I'd be. So interested. I really don't know what to believe. I'd be interested to see the court documents to see what evidence they had. Well, one of the the article that I read was from the trial. It was like, oh, okay. They presented this evidence in court. There was none of his DNA. Okay. That was like the defense. So, like, that made me inclined to believe that rather than these other sources. Because mm. it's possible, you know, maybe there was stuff under well, her nails. I was going to say, maybe it's possible that they could have said, like, there was stuff under her. They could have come out and been like, there's stuff under her fingernails. We don't know what it is right now. And people just immediately jumped to the conclusion that it was the DNA of the attacker. And <sighs> then they tested it. Maybe it was dirt. Maybe it was, her you know, something else. Blood was in the back seat. That's all I, that's all I have to say. He ran. The blood was in the back seat, and he had cleaning products, and the murder weapon was found at his girlfriend's house. And on his clothes. His bl- the blood was on his clothes. That, too. That screams guilty to me. Yeah. In a garbage can in her backyard. His clothes. Wasn't even smart enough to burn them. <laughs> and he drove through the area where he had abducted her in the car that he had abducted her in. With the blood in the backseat. Like, what an idiot. I'm sorry. Like, but her really, body seriously. was two miles from your parents' house. Her phone is in your car. You matched, tried to sell it. Matched your GPS tracing until it basically either died or broke or was turned off. This is my unamused face. This is my your bullshit face. He's in jail. Good. <laughs> but honestly, I don't know if he's ever 
going to say what actually happened that night. I, I don't think we'll get any answers from him about what happened. Someday. Maybe someday, but not now. Gives something. Her parents deserve that closure. I mean, they got closure because the the man has been caught and is in jail. Who has it has been caught? He is in jail. Supposedly, you know. But it's just that that people ling- think that he's like you get that lingering question of why? Why my kid? Why? What she, did my kid do to you? When she opened that back door, you had every single opportunity. To look at her and say, ma'am, I'm sorry, you, you're probably confused. I'm not an Uber. I'm not the car you're looking for. How did she open the back door to the car? If the child locks were engaged. You can open them, but you, you can open them from the outside. You cannot open them from the so inside. So they either, they either were already engaged and he knew that he was going to do it. Or he engaged them at some point before she got in the car. They, they had to have been engaged before she got in the car. Unless Which means he would have had to have been watching her. Unless he, like, did that as she got in the car or something. Like, like opened like, the door. Like, I'm sorry. But, like, like, you would have seen it on camera. Or, like, because at that point, you think if she lived. But the poor girl's disoriented. All he had to do was say, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm not an Uber. Yeah, literally. And she, she could have just gone, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And gotten out of the car, gotten in her correct car, and gone home and lived her life. But instead, you chose to let her get in your car. You like she probably would have said, "I have an Uber. Are you my Uber?" or something. At least along those lines. I mean, we don't know what she said. We don't He's know. He's not talking, and you can't hear it in the surveillance footage. But, but like, I'd have to assume, even disoriented, that she'd be like, "My ride share, like something, just something that would give you the are inclination you for, are, that are like, are you here for a pickup?" Yeah, like. Like, I'm sorry, ma'am, like, this isn't the car you're looking for. Like, if somebody opened the back door of my car, I'd be like, um, I'm sorry, I think you have the wrong car. Like, I'd be like, I'm not an Uber. Yeah, I'd be like, sorry, wrong car. Like, not who you're looking for. It take, it would have taken him two seconds. It's so sad. It just breaks my, it really just breaks my heart. This case, like, when I found out the whole thing about, the knife like that that being the fatal wound the knife to her head and the hyoid bone she wouldn't have even been able to scream no not anymore when your hyoid bone is broken you're fucked well and to be honest it sounds this is absolutely terrible to think about but you don't know what wounds came first well they said a lot of her wounds were defensive so but like he could have broken that first. Broken that first. That could have been last. He could have gotten her in the in the head first, in the carotid. I don't think he got her in the head first because but then she wouldn't have had so many defensive wounds. And she, yeah, but it's but it, at some point you, it happened. Yeah, and who knows when? You don't know. And it's like, oh my god, I just can't even. And the fact that you have this double bladed knife, which is very specific. That's very specific. And I'm sorry, they have a way of matching a knife to wounds. They did. They matched it. And it fucking matches. It has her blood all over it. And your girl- They don't even have to match your it. Your ex-girlfriend's <laughs> sitting there going- You didn't uh, even clean it. Yeah, that's his. He's had that for a long time now. The idiot did not even clean the knife. He just threw it away with her blood all over it. Same with his clothes. Same with his clothes. He Same was, with the, the cleaning supplies he had already used. He was driving around with her blood still all over, all over the inside of his car, backseat and trunk. Like- And then when the police pulled him over, he ran. It's just like, you look sus. Oh, yeah. You have done nothing to make yourself look innocent at all. At all. Not to mention, there's all this evidence that points to it being you. Yep. Your clothes, your knife, your <gasps> car, her cell phone, her <laughs> DNA. We're literally talking ourselves in circles, and I'm sorry, but like, I'm frustrated sorry. by this. Sorry, buzzards. <laughs> this they're is like, like we've heard it. Okay, they're like, okay, you've said your argument eight times, and I'm like, I don't care. Do you hear this? How much bullshit it is? Well, it's it bullshit. Just, it drove me crazy when I read that the that the defense lawyer was literally like, "This is all circumstantial. It is not." Explained me. I if I literally if I was on the other team, what's I, your theory about what happened then? I would have stood up and gone, "Okay, um, explain to me why this is circumstantial. Tell me. I want to know your theory." Yeah, tell me your theory. Why is he 
why is he innocent? How do I how do I know he's innocent? All you're all you're saying is that it's circumstantial. You don't have anything else to prove that it's not true. Yeah. And to me, it doesn't look circumstantial. So what makes you he, think it's circumstantial? He's basically claiming that the police railroaded him. That, like, they saw him. There was no other evidence to, to like, to suggest that he did it other than this stuff. And, like, they just picked him and, like, ran with that. That's what they're claiming. Um, or he's claiming. When they found her body, there was, like, what did you say? It was, like, 1.3 tablespoons or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they took all the extra blood from her body and spilled it in his trunk and went, oops, you did it. Unless somebody was framing him. There was no blood left in her. It was in your car, you fucking freak. The fact that his parents think he's innocent, like, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me. I this would poor like to girl had her life snuffed out for no fucking reason. I would be innocent. I'd be innocent. That's not the fucking word I was aiming for there, Brain. <laughs> I would be interested to now learn what his parents think that he's been found unanimously guilty and have they have sat through that trial i would be very there interested. are videos of this trial online there's a whole hour really? long video um i didn't get a chance to watch it because this is a mini stick it in the show notes i will i will stick it in the show notes um if you would like to watch it there are, i mean you can literally google it samantha josephson columbia south carolina it all pops up. Go to I the video section. There it is. I'm upset. I'm upset too. Anyway, Nicole, where can they find us? <laughs> major bummer. Major bummer. Major bummer. Hello, guys. Salute Major Bummer. He's an asshole. Is that our song now? Major bummer. Major, major bummer. bummer. Major bummer. Major bummer reporting for duty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be my new thing. All right. So, guys, uh, you can find us in a multitude of places. We are on Patreon. Now, if you would like to help us raise some money to better our show, if you like us that much, um, there's two different tiers you can join. It is either $1 a month or $2 a month. We are cheap dates. We are cheap dates, and we give you lots of fun stuff. I hope it's fun. Um, there's tons of bonus content and you can read all about it. If you head over to the Patreon, I will just give you the link. It makes it easier. Um, patreon.com slash buzzkillers podcast. Woo. Head over there. Read all about it. Check it out. It's worth it. I promise. We make it worth it. We hope. Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you would like to uh, follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. At Buzzkillers Podcast. At Buzzkillers Podcast. Our TikTok is new. There's currently nothing on it, but we have lots of stuff planned and upcoming. So head over there, follow that, and you'll see us right from the start. You'll get all that extra fun. Um, We are on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. Buzzkillers Pod. We are on YouTube if you'd like to listen to us there. We are Buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast. Buzzkillers Gone. It's your grand podcast. You have to search that in your little search bar. Uh, we get to 100 subscribers. Yes. We get our own customized URL. So if and you, you won't be having to do that to find us anymore. <laughs> I think it's. I think you could find us relatively easy now, but it would be so much easier if I was like YouTube.com slash do do do. <laughs> yeah. So soon, guys. head over soon. there, punch that subscribe button. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you would like to listen to us, we are basically on every streaming platform you can find. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Audible. We are on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and our host Platypus Podbean. Podbean. And we also have our very own website, which is buzzkillerspodcast.com. Buzzkillerspodcast.com. You can read a little bit about us. Check out all of the delicious wines we drink. Um, there's that You can listen to us on our website if you don't have any of those streaming platforms. Yes. Um, you can even go and hit up our contact page. Yay! Which will send us a direct email if you would like, if you feel so inclined. Give us some recommendations. Tell us your own spooky stories. Just say hi. I'm cool with it all. Um, <laughs> We're around. We love it. If you think that's too complicated, you can just directly email us. It is buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. Buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. And we will most definitely respond to you if you would like Always. to reach out. <laughs> We're just going to be like, hi. I get really excited every time we get an email. And right now it's been like 19 crimes having a sale. And I'm like, 
I want God to hear it. from fans. Um, <laughs> so shoot us an email, guys. Just tell us hello. We would be yeah. Very even your own theories on cases we've covered exactly that like don't have a that are unsolved or it would whatever. Be, whatever you want, it would really be so care. much fun to go back and like even touch on it in maybe a TikTok video. We're like, oh, this person has a really cool theory about this case. Yes, that would be so much fun. Give us all of your brain thoughts. And guys, we <laughs> have so many ideas coming up. We've got some really cool things happening in the fall that yes. we already have planned. Um, like we said, we have, like, I think my last episode, we have all of our topics picked through November. So this is the last episode of the Hometown Mini Month. Yes. So be prepared. Next month is going to be a big month. Yep. We've been promising you guys a big month for a year. Literally and this, a year. This month, that, this month that's September was supposed to be August. But yes. then it was like, my family's coming. Nicole's family's coming. I'm going on vacation. I started a new job. Like, yeah. <laughs> And we were like, and we were already behind from July. So we were like, uh, maybe we should just like do some minis. And guys, Take we got these all <laughs> recorded like within the first two weeks of, <laughs> of August. We have. <laughs> so we'll be done and we can really dive well, we are done. And we so are. It's we crazy. can really dive in now to next month, which is going to be I am so excited. a big, big reveal. I'm so excited about it. So, so excited. So be watching our social media accounts on September 1st to find out what this special month is going to be. Yep. Because it's been one we've been talking about for a while. Keep those eyes and ears open. Peeled. Follow our social media. We are going to have some fun announcements. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, well, don't be a buzz killer. Be a buzzard. Mm, okay, we love you. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by BK Creations, LLC.